Hello, my lovely listeners, and welcome to Spilling the Tea with Colin Taylor, a podcast that celebrates the dog grooming industry and the dog world, but also goes behind the curtain to bring out some home truths. So sit back, relax, and enjoy, and thank you for listening. Hello, hello, hello. How's everything? Colin Taylor here. Oh, thank you so much. Well, welcome to Spilling the Tea. And first of all, we have to thank the incredible Emma Darlington. We did a competition on Facebook to name my second season of the podcast. And she came up with this incredible name, which I think is really fitting, considering the first season was called is that a dog hair in my tea? So this is absolutely perfect. So thank you, thank you very much. And sorry about that ping. That was um, that was my phone. So I hope you guys are doing good and everything like that and um, staying out of trouble. And I'm literally going to turn off my phone ringer. And um, we're going to talk about the first episode. So this is something which I went back and forth with. Shall I do this? Should I not do this? Why shouldn't I do this? Why should I do this? And first of all, this is a personal story regarding myself and some past events which has happened, um, which brings me to do this. And I really wanted to do this because I wanted to make sure people knew my side of the story. Because yes, there is two sides of every story. And at the end of the day, um, you know what, it needs to be heard from my side and the facts and the truth. So um, it was back in, let's say, I want to say um, around, it was early, early last year when me and my business partner, we did a public announcement saying that um, the products that we have are all going to be rebranded because of my busy schedule. And because of my TV work and blah, 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 blah. Well, you know what? That was absolutely not true. Um, I went went with it just because, you know what? I wanted to keep the peace. I was in a really bad place at that time. And I didn't want to have the drama. But you know what? The more and more I felt about it and thought about it and the more down I got about the whole situation, I'm like, you know what? screw this, I'm going to come out and come clean and tell people exactly why it happened. So I went into business with a really, really good friend who we used to get along with. This is back in 2018, 2019. We used to laugh and joke and have a really good time. We really did enjoy each other's company. So what better person to have going to business with me than this person. So we talked about it and we came out with Precious Collection by Colin Taylor. And Precious being my ultra ego, which is in my book, What Would Colin Do? And um, Ultra of one of the clones being, that's my ultra ego. And Sassy being uh, me, Sassy, because a lot of people say, oh, Colin, you're so sassy, which yes, I can be. Coleman calls me that all the time. So, um, you know, we came out with Colin, you know, the collection by Colin Taylor. And every single time it had my name on it. I was more the creative person behind the scenes. I made sure all the correct names were put on the products. I wanted to make sure that the things were being used correctly, not incorrectly. And so, you know, all that kind of thing. I'm not good when it comes to 
the money side. So I totally trusted my friend into doing the right thing in both our interests. So we both come out on top because that's how we're supposed to do things, right? Anyway, so Precious Collection by Colin Taylor did really, really well. The Sassy and the Ultra Ego is still incredibly popular today, which I'm really, really happy about. However, we went from that into the bigger range because we needed to go in the bigger range. And I didn't have the finances, but my friend did. But I had my name and my name. I don't want to sound like I'm a, a big headed person, but yes, it does have a good platform. I can say that I have a great reputation. Does everybody like me? Absolutely not. But that's OK, because that is human nature. But for the most part, I think a lot of people do like me and I have a great reputation. So we came out with a Colin Taylor range of shampoo and it involved many colognes, sprays, fast dries, scissor mists, different kinds of shampoos, all bearing my name with beautiful, beautiful, beautiful branding. It was lovely. I was so excited when we went to the hotel and met the um, manufacturer. It was at the Premier Inn at Heathrow Airport. We sat down, we had a coffee and she showed us the actual artwork and we were blown away. It was so exciting to see this brand come to life. And it was very high-end. It was very human salon brand. It wasn't at all tacky. It was lovely. So we went for it. And it was so, so exciting. Really, really exciting. And the brand came out and it got bigger. And throughout, and it was probably 2019. And um, that's when, you know, what well, it was going good. But I realized that it was never good enough for my partner. It was never busy enough. It was never making enough money. There was always an issue, always an issue. Anyway, around July of 2019, I had a phone and I had a um, business card for the bank. And I said to my partner, I said, look, I don't ever use a card. I don't ever use a phone. You have it all back. And they said, that's great. That's not a problem. But please sign this bit of paper, taking your name off as a director. This is where the stupid Colin Taylor comes in. OK, I said, not a problem. Thinking that was the director of the bank, not a director of anything else. So I signed the piece of paper, taking my name off as a director, thinking it was the bank. Not a big deal. It's not a problem. And we went on and that was it. Anyway, throughout the times going on and on, I was from the beginning of the actual big range. The verbal contract was I will get paid £500 per month. And you know what? I was happy with that. £500 is not incredibly a lot of money, but it is a good amount of money where I can put that towards bills or a holiday or something. It did subsidize a lot of other things in my life which helped 500 quids 500 quid and it was the beginning of the business so you know I was happy with that that was not a problem people were invested in me however they said because of my names on the model they wanted to pay me and that was great for six months and then payment stopped payment stopped and it stopped for over a year and I didn't get paid anything I didn't get paid anything. However, my branded bottle was being sold with my name on it, making somebody else money while I was sitting around getting nothing. And you know what? I'm so mad at myself. I'm so disappointed in myself 
and my ex-business partner. But most of all, it made me sad. It made me sad because I trusted somebody. It made me sad because I kind of put myself out there and made myself vulnerable, which I don't normally do. People look at me as this big, bullshit, hard, you know, hard ass would never get hurt. But you know what I do? I do get hurt and things are said which bother me. But this, most of all, um, coming from a friend, which we do have our differences and we do we did have our ups and downs. But still, I trusted this person. I wasn't expecting the payments to stop and especially for over that time. So because of that, the communication was terrible through this. And every time I called, it was very, very short and sweet. There was always an excuse not to talk to me. And um, but still, you know, I was going on Facebook. I was doing blogs. I was doing um, talking about the shampoo, but it was never, ever good enough. But regardless of whether I did promotion for Colin Taylor range or not, it didn't matter because my name was still in the bottle, meaning I was still getting I should have still been getting paid for my name to be on a brand. Anyway, throughout the that year and a half or so. I said, look, you know what? We've got to start talking about money here because I can't go on. And they said, we know what we feel bad too, but all we can afford is 150 because we're in dire straits here. We're in dire straits and, you know what, we may have to shut down the business. And there was many times where we had really bad heated discussions on the phone and they said, I'm going to flush down the shampoo, down the toilet. And I said, you know what? I'm going to come over and help you do it. Let's do it. If you feel that strongly about that, let's do it because it's okay. But no, we got resolved and we talked and we discussed about what the problems I had and the problems they had. And my problems were, first of all, the fact of two products was bought out into the range with my name on without my permission. Why should I have my permission? Because it's my reputation. If something was to happen to a dog, it comes down on me, not that business partner, because they're not known in the industry. It comes down on me. So I was very, very real cautious of what I put my name on. And also, I discussed this because I wanted to make sure that any new products what came out, I was confided in. But you know what? That didn't happen. And I'll tell you about why that didn't happen in a minute. So time went on and they said they can pay me 150 because of their situation of being in dire straits. And me being me, stupid me, said, you know what? Absolutely. I would rather have 150 than nothing. And also, I wouldn't want you to lose anything. I want you to one day make a good profit from this business and so on and so forth. I don't want you to suffer because you know what? That's the kind of person that I am. I wanted them to make sure that it was okay. Anyway, so we signed a contract on this 150 because that was important to me to make sure we had something in writing. And the contract was up for review of December of 2020. Well, I was two days late. And in January... I said, look, I need more money because the 150 is not kind yet. Now I'm suffering. Now I'm getting depressed. I'm on a medication for depression. I need to help. I need some help here because 150 isn't cutting it. I'm working from home. 
I'm selling combs and belly straps. Yes, that's my problem. Can I go out and get another job? Absolutely. But right now, I have this company with my name on it, which is not giving me anything in return whatsoever. Meanwhile, my um, business partners are shopping at M&S every single day and having family of 20 over making them dinner and having a good old time going away for weddings and all that kind of stuff. So you know what? I did take issue to that because you know what? While they was having this kind of life of Riley, however, pleading poverty, I was literally hurting when it comes to finances. So I missed the deadline for the review in December. And they said to me, sorry, doesn't come up again until June. So I said, you know what? Sorry, take my damn name off the bottle because I will not be treated as a mug at all. So meanwhile, I get a letter in the mail and I open up this letter and I get a form out called AJ30. Once again, I'm a creative. I don't understand all these things. So I called up my um, business partner's husband. I said, no, my business partner. And I said, what's this J30? And she said, oh, I don't know. Talk to, talk to the husband. So I talked to the husband and he went, oh, it's something to do with our mortgage. And I'm thinking, well, why do I want to? Why do I have to sign anything to do with your mortgage? Why do I have to do this? So... Anyway, because apparently I had signed one side, but not the other side in the past. And I'm like, well, where is that piece of paper? Anyway, so I looked to this piece of paper and it said, J30, I, Colin Taylor, would sign, would like to sign over 50% of my shares to blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, hold on one minute. This is a transfer of shares because I owned 50% of the company. And I absolutely said, I'm not going to sign this. Why should I sign this? Well, come to find out, back in 2019 in July when I signed up as a director, it was also made aware to me, but on Publishers House, which is open to the public, guys, you guys can go on it and look, um, I was also taken off as a shareholder, 50% shareholder, then. So without my permission, without any knowledge, I was taken off Publishers House as a shareholder, as you know, and Publishers House don't know nothing about that because they leave it in the trust of their clients to put in the right information. So that's when I said, no, I'm not going to sign it. And by the way, make sure you put my name back on as a shareholder because you wrongly took my name off which, very nicely, they did, and so they should have. And um, a couple of weeks later, I get a message saying we need to have a Zoom meeting. I accepted. Um, I got on the Zoom meeting, and they were five minutes late. Go figure. And I finally saw them, and they said to me, are you willing to put £10,000 worth back into the business? £10,000 in money back in business. I said, I don't have £10,000. Why would I? I've already been screwed out of, I don't know, close to 10 grand already. That's just in back pay, which they owe me. And um, they said, okay, well, I'm going to, and they said, okay, well, we're going to put 10,000 pounds in. Now, this is coming from a company that has no money. This is coming from a company that has pleaded poverty to me. And I've actually said, oh my God, I don't want you to be hurt. Please, you know, pay me the whatever you can. 
And the Zoom ended, and I sat there, and I thought, wow, what a mug I am. Once again, shame on me for being so stupid. Shame on them for thinking what they've done is right. And and that's, you know, I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that I had been taken for a mug. And I'm thinking by two people that I really, really trusted, admired, spent time with, confided in, everything. I really felt like that, I mean, it was like ripping my heart out. It was like, you know, having your best friend do the dirty on you. It was really, 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 really hard. Anyway, so that went on. And, you know, even still today, I got a phone call from a lady and she said to me, is this Colin Taylor? I said, yeah. She said, do you sell the purple shampoo? I said, no, I don't. She goes, oh, because I just went on to Google and punched in Colin Taylor shampoo, Colin Papal, Colin Taylor purple shampoo, or Colin Taylor whitening shampoo, and your name come up under this. So today, still today, this company still using my name, obviously in the back of their in their website. Yes, granted, we both do own the trademark Colin Taylor grooming. However, I would have hoped they would have refrained from using my name so they could succeed in their career and their life and stop riding my coattails and have a little bit of respect for themselves and for me and get on with their life. It's really, really hard for me to sit here even now and look back. And that is only part of the story because the headaches still go on. Even today, with my husband being really, really upset with some of the situations, having lawyers send me letters and having me having to spend out money, which I don't have to apply to a letter. But you know what? The last letter I got from a lawyer from them, my husband sat down and spent about three hours writing reply and doing research and finding out. But even after the contract ended in 2000. And 21 in June, they were still selling shampoo on eBay with the picture of the bottle with my name on it still. And even when Pooch Perfect went on, I know they made a very, very good amount of money because I got message after message after message from groomers telling me that they are supporting me which was the most heartwarming thing in the world. However, while they were supporting my name, they were making money for two people who had no interest in paying me anything. And it reminded me of Bob Ross. Now, I am in no way in the same caliber as Bob Ross. He was that famous artist. He passed away, but two people invested in him. Now, to this day, the Bob Ross empire is making millions per year while his son sits and lives in poverty and cannot make a dime from his father's empire. And I think it's really, 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 really sad. And the whole, 
you know, reason behind this podcast is to warn people that you have to be so careful who you allow to use your name because you know what? You could be being exploited. I have never felt so used and abused in the 36 years of grooming. I went from being a student to a Groom Team USA member to a Groom Team Scotland member to winning countless and countless and countless grooming competitions, being a well-respected speaker and judge, and then working my butt off to give my name a platform to only have two people who don't even really, don't they're not even really known in this industry to come out and use and abuse the name Colin Taylor. I really, really hope but people do understand and listen and make sure that if you're going to use your name, you be, the, you be the only owner of your name. Today, still things go on and my products by this website, my products on my website are being copied identically through this website. Stupidly enough, when I was business partners, I gave this person contacts, all my contacts, of places where I buy my combs from, all this kind of stuff. To only wake up one day and find one of my combs being identically copied with a homophobic name on it as the brand. Now, I understand that people may laugh at that name. And I have also seen people on Facebook who I am so surprised at, LOL, at that name. Well, to you guys, I can guarantee and hold my hand up and tell you, but yes, that name was named after me because I'm a gay man. And the reason why I know that is because while they were going about having that name trademarked, somebody pleaded to them and said, Please don't use that name. It's not right. And plus, it's not fair. You can't use that name just to get a Colin. And their reply was a simple laugh and say, yes, I can. Plus, that's a generation thing. Well, let me stop right here and say one thing. A generation thing. I seem to remember two weeks ago, we were all remembering the Holocaust. Okay. On TV and remembering the thousands and thousands and thousands of poor Jewish people that were killed by some crazy, narcissistic, horrible individual. And if I ever heard anybody turn around and say, oh, get over it, that's a generation thing, how would anybody feel? And you may say, well, the Holocaust and um, gay people is a little bit different. And yeah, you're right. There wasn't so many gay people killed. However, there were gay people killed in my generation back then when the AIDS epidemic was really, really rife. They're being kicked, killed, being beaten to death while names are being you know, called to them. Hateful crime, nasty, hateful names. Horrible, horrible hate crimes. So, and to be honest, it still goes on today. It's still, you look on the news 
and gay people are still being chased down, beaten up. In some countries, they are still put to death. In some countries, they are still put in prison for life, and it's illegal. And today, in some countries, such as Florida, they're trying to bring back laws to make it illegal to be gay, or they're trying to send children away to church to pray the gay away. So you may think the person, and you know who you are, you may think it's a generation thing, but people are still being killed. And maybe if you were in that era, in that time, back in the 80s, 90s, even the late, even the 70s, if you were around people that you saw dying of AIDS and people laughing about it, calling them names, people being scared to go outside because they're being beat up while they're having these names yelled at them. Maybe you would think twice before you decide to come out with a comb and be so childish enough to call it a homophobic word just to get at me. Because I think that's pretty, pretty disgusting. And you know what? If anybody is out there thinking, oh, Colin, get over it, come on. It's just a word. That's fine that you can think that. But once again, maybe if you're in the shoes of somebody being beaten to death or you yourself have seen people being beaten in the street, kicked and kicked and kicked and kicked while names like faggot, bender and other words were being shouted at them, maybe you would think different. And shame on you if you can hold that comb in your hand and laugh about it because you may think it's getting at me. It doesn't because you know what? It just makes me stronger and it also makes me realise your true colours. Anyway, I think that's enough tonight for this per first episode. It really was a lot for me to put this out there, but I felt like I had to because, first of all, I didn't want anybody to think that I did anything wrong because the only thing I did wrong was be stupid enough to trust people, people who I thought were my friends. And that's it. So once again, I really, really appreciate you all for listening to Spilling the Tea with Colin Taylor. Thank you so much.